Welcome to Presence Church Sermon of the Week. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit PresenceOC.org. Yes. <laughs> um, let's see here. I wanted to, I guess, just tell you a little bit, a little bit about ourselves, so that we can connect more. Because um, some of you don't know us, sadly. Well, that stops now. Yeah. Um, we, uh, yeah, we're missionaries living in Southeast Asia. We're based in Thailand. Um, let's see here. We're actually. Uh, out of Bethel Church. That's how we know this crew here is from up there. Um, But uh, we've been living in Asia for about three years now. And we're based in Thailand, but we travel around Asia regularly, usually traveling internationally at least once a month. Um, And amazing, amazing things are happening. So we tend, to, we tend to hang out in places where the vast majority have never heard the name of Jesus. Um, and often they're places that are very oppressed, either by uh, government or um, cultural things, different things like that. So persecution, these kind of, this kind of stuff. And uh, we just, we love to serve the body of Christ. And um, because in the kingdom of God, leadership, in the world, leadership is like a pyramid, right? It's the guy at at the top is like commanding everyone else. But in the kingdom of God, it's upside down. So the the leaders are at the bottom lifting everyone else up. Um, And uh, Ephesians 4 says, he sent apostles, prophets, pastors, evangelists, and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the building up of the body of Christ. So uh, equipping the saints for the work of ministry. And that ministry, that is the life of Jesus. It's the ministry that Jesus Christ began 2,000 years ago. And he didn't intend for it to end when he left, right? It wasn't supposed to be a, a good time. He was actually starting something, and then he passed it off to us. So, and he prophesied that we would have greater breakthroughs than he did. Isn't that crazy? Like, what a humble leader, he wasn't intimidated by that. You know, for him, for us to see greater works in his name, that's a sign of his good leadership. Woohoo! So we get to, we get to take, the, take the torch of Jesus and carry it. And that's what every single person in this room is actually called to. Um, so we just want to see the body of Christ raised up as, as revivalists, as sons and daughters, walking in family and power and love in uh, a lot of the darkest places on earth. And so like Gus said, there's been a lot of blind eyes opening, lame people walking, um, deaf ears opening, and a lot of miracles in these kinds of places where often sharing the, sharing the gospel is illegal um, or it's just never been heard before. And uh, so we've, we get to see a lot of cool stuff. It's fun. It's really, really fun. I am blown away that we get to do this full time. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> I have a really good dad. <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah, it has its challenges, but it's, it's really awesome. I feel privileged and loved by the Lord. Um, so we'll, I'll share some stories. Um, and I know that this is probably the last group that would do this, but I'm going to say it anyways. Don't take these stories and write them off as something that happens over there, okay? 
You know, we always say, oh, this stuff happens in Africa. It's not going to happen here. <laughs> it's a good one. We can laugh at that. <laughs> um, anyways, we... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know, because the, the, <laughs> the actual reality is, for most people, this stuff doesn't happen over there. That's why we're over there. Okay? <laughs> we, hear, we hear phrases like missionary graveyard, and we just get really happy, and we get really excited, and we're like, wow, we got to go spend some time there. Um, we usually end up moving there. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's good. It's good. So these, these stories, these are, these are God using the least likely candidates in the le least likely places. Okay? So if you feel like the least like, likely candidate, you're in luck. If you feel like you're in the least likely place, you're in luck. If you feel like you're in a likely place, hey, come on, that's awesome. Like, yes, <laughs> your mind is being renewed. So everybody just get some good news. These are prophetic words uh, over your life for what God wants to do in and through you and more. Amen? Yeah. Woo! Jesus. So uh, we're gonna, I'm going to talk about something that's super important to me, and it's kind of what keeps us going. And it's, it's a big deal to the Lord. Uh, it's, it's Jesus went through the cross for it. It's an integral part of the kingdom of God. It's joy, all right? Yeah. <laughs> so when I talk about joy, uh, I want you to know that I'm not talking about this, like, uh, vague thing that's not happiness because Christians are funny, right? We're like, oh, happiness is shallow. How many of you have heard that? Happiness is shallow. I have joy. <laughs> joy is deep. <laughs> it's so deep you can't find it a lot of times. It's just in there somewhere, but it's there, you know? It's, yeah. No, it's, <laughs> but there's an everlasting truth. If you're happy and you know it, your face will surely show it. Uh, yeah. This revelation is just now hitting the church. It's, uh, God is changing the face of Christianity. It's going from this to this. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Mm. So, joy is one-third of the kingdom of God. It's uh, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Remember that one? Come on, Jesus. It's a big deal. Jesus is serious about joy. It says, he endured the cross for the joy set before him. <laughs> what is that? Oh, Jesus. It's not shallow. It really isn't. It's not shallow. It's very, very deep. It makes it to your face when you actually have it, but it's very deep. It's, uh, wow, it's a big deal. 
Whoa. Um, it's, it's Isaiah 53. It's, it says, it prophesies, it says of the Lord, if he, would, if he would render himself as a guilt offering, he would see his offspring. Wow. That's the joy set before him. Mm. It's a dad stopping at nothing to be with his kids. <laughs> and so this joy that was set before him, we get to, we get to partake in it. It's, Jesus talked about it. He said, it's the joy of your, you can enter into the joy of your master. Right? <laughs> wow. Why did everyone get so serious when I talked about the cross? What happened there? Yeah. Mm. Um, it's the joy of union, okay? It's, it's the joy of the wedding night, right? It's the joy of the two becoming one. It's the joy of a, life, of a, of a lifetime of no more separation, of togetherness, of quality time, of, of not having to say goodbye. It's because Jesus knows his, his presence doesn't come and go. He doesn't, he's not here one day and gone the next. He's not here one minute and gone the next. He's, he's constant, you know, he's constant. And that brings him overwhelming pleasure <laughs> to be together to be close to the ones that he loves. Wow. And we're just, we're just learning to recognize that he's here, right? His presence never changes, but our awareness does. Wow. It's the, that bliss of union. It's the joy of our salvation. <laughs> Psalm says, oh, the bliss of him whose sins are forgiven. Wow. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yes! Whoa! That's amazing! <laughs> wow! You ever have that? This happens to me periodically. I just realize, like, I just suddenly remember my sins are gone, and I just, whoa! Oh! <laughs> wow, I'm glad! <laughs> <laughs> what a relief. Oh, Jesus. Oh. What a relief. I don't have to carry that anymore. I don't have to walk around under that anymore. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord Jesus. Mm. Mm. That's good. Oh, the bliss of him whose sins are forgiven. <laughs> mm. Wow. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Yeah. Wow. That's how we keep going over there. It's joy. It's joy. We can do anything and enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we might not enjoy the thing, but we get to enjoy the moment. Yeah. Jesus didn't enjoy the cross. He endured it. But for joy. 
Mm. Thank you, Lord. Yay. There's a, there's a, uh, joy is, so it's part of the kingdom. So whenever the kingdom comes, joy happens. It's just natural. It's normal. We see this all the time. You don't have to be concerned. It's when the kingdom of God comes, joy is the result. People get happy. That's just, it's A plus B equals C, you know? Um, so joy, it's, a, it's actually, it's a connection point from heaven and earth because joy is a huge part of the culture of heaven, right? So when we enter into joy, to the Lord's joy, his happiness, then it's, we're, we're actually entering into an experience of the kingdom of heaven. We're entering into uh, heaven on earth. Amen. Woo! So we've seen, you guys have probably seen this a lot of times. You laugh at people and they get healed. This is normal, right? This happens all the time. And uh, yeah, only in the kingdom is cancer a laughing matter. It's, um, I'll never forget this one time uh, in Firestarters class up in Reading. I used to be a coach up there and stuff. But anyways, there was this lady who had throat cancer and she had all these tumors in her throat. So everyone in the room just like stretched her hands towards her and laughed. That was it. Just, ah! <laughs> and she started to choke and, and gag and cough. And uh, she ran to the trash can. This is really gross. I apologize if you're squeamish. She ran to the trash can and she spit all her tumors into the garbage. In the... Oh! Oh, come on. Yeah. And... Uh, she went to the doctor that, that week and was declared completely cancer-free just from, <laughs> from that. <laughs> That's amazing. Wow. How does he do that? It's almost like it doesn't have to, anything to do with us. He's just... Wow. <laughs> Um, wow. Just keep your, <laughs> I want to encourage you guys just to enjoy his presence. The church is called presence. There's presence of the Lord is here. Yeah. It's on the sign and the thing and the website and he's, he's in the atmosphere. He's in us. So just enjoy him. This is encounter God time. Okay. This isn't, that didn't stop with worship. Okay, so just keep your attention, your affection on the presence of the Lord. If you have to totally tune me out and roll around on the floor, that's okay. Um, I celebrate that, in fact. <laughs> um, there's, uh, there's real, real power. Oh, this was fun. I wanted to mention this. Chris and I were in Haiti back in 2010. You remember those two guys who were having a fist fight? Do you remember that? <laughs> So we were down, we were in Haiti and these two guys were just like punching themselves, punching each other in the face, not themselves. They were punching each other in the face. And uh, Chris goes, <laughs> he goes, he said something like, dude, let's go release some joy on them. So Chris, Chris and I, we just went and stood as close to them as we could without getting hit. And we just, we just, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> just like that. And, and, uh, and we just, <laughs> within about a minute, they were smiling and hugging each other. You remember that? That was wild. We didn't say anything. We don't even speak the same language, you know? It was just joy. Woo! And, and fights. Yeah. Come on. There's this prophecy in the Bible. It says they'll, they'll beat their, sh- their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Never again will they learn war. Remember that? What if that's because everybody just gets infected with joy? Who's going to fight a war when they're infected with joy? Wow. That sounds like the kingdom to me. That's, it sounds like the kingdom. What did the, remember when the angels showed up and they announced to the shepherds, remember this? When Jesus was born, angels appear and they announced to the shepherds, run for your lives! <laughs> Jesus is here and he's angry! Get out while you still can! Remember that? No, I don't remember that either. That's not what they, they said. They said, we have glad tidings, good news of great joy for all the people. He's like, you can be happy now. Jesus is here. He's here. He's here. You can celebrate. This is good news. That was the announcement when Jesus was born. Celebrate. Celebrate! It's a, it's a command in the Bible. Rejoice! He had to say it twice. Again, I say rejoice. <laughs> he says, he said it twice. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. He's like, if you didn't catch it the first time, come on, rejoice! Always! Wow. We, uh, so we, we, we've actually seen a lot of people come to the Lord um, because they see our, our, our happiness and they get curious. What is this? They're like, I've never seen this before. Um, I'm going to tell you some about that. Missionary stories. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Psalm 126 our ministry is called Glad World came from this this uh, thing this psalm um, <laughs> Psalm 126 starting in verse 1 when the Lord brought back the captive ones of Zion we were like those who dream <laughs> Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with joyful shouting. Then they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us and we are glad. It said, so, so they're laughing and joyfully shouting. Okay? And just so that nobody over-spiritualizes this, I'm going to demonstrate what this is describing. Okay? So it's something like... <laughs> Yay! That's, that's more or less what this is describing. Um, 
So the nation saw the people of God acting something like that, laughing, shouting, and they said, wow, God's done great things for them. That was the conclusion, okay? It's, I, I don't see people normally that happy. This must be a miracle. Woo! Um, so we, uh, we, that story that Gus was telling, actually, where we like somehow ended up in this town we weren't supposed to be and all these miracles happened and God cleared out the police and military for us. Um, the day before that, this was really fun. So we, we went to this very remote village uh, and we were traveling with our friends. This is what we like to do. Ministry for, for me has, is becoming more and more just, trying, just finding excuses to hang out with the people that I love. And um, that's why we're here right now, in fact. So I feel really good about that, actually. Like, that feels, that feels like the Lord to me. So anyway, so we're with a bunch of our friends, and we're just having so much fun. On the way to the village, actually, there was this lady who'd been deaf for like 60, 70 years. Her ears popped open. The first thing she heard was the gospel for the first time in her life. She gave her heart to the Lord. Um, and uh, then we kept going. That was at a bathroom break. And then we kept going <laughs> up to this uh, very remote village, and our guest house owners were observing us. We are laughing. We're having fun, enjoying Jesus together, and, and uh, we did it when we arrived there and into the night, and then the next morning, we're still laughing, having fun, and so finally, the guest house owner comes to one of our friends. He's like, what is, why, are you guys always this happy? He's like, well, normally, yeah, <laughs> and uh, he's like, what is that? How, how are you this happy? And, and um, this, okay, this is in a village, this is in a place where uh, it's totally unreached, pretty much, by the gospel. People don't, don't know, and it's also illegal to share the gospel. Um, so he's like, what is this? How do you, how, how are you this happy? I've never seen this before. And, and so our friend just said, well, this is Jesus, and just explained, you know, who Jesus is and what he's done for us. And uh, the man and his wife ended up, they both got healed of different things. And then they, got, they gave their hearts to the Lord right there. And um, then in keeping with the spirit of the, of the event, we decided to buy a goat. <laughs> and um, we, had a, we ordered a goat and they, they actually, a, few, a little bit later, this, this sedan pulls up out front and they opened the trunk and this goat jumped out and started running around. <laughs> And um, so <laughs> the guest house owner killed the goat and roasted it over a fire. And this was, we were, we were prophetically celebrating the sons and daughters, the lost sons and daughters coming home to the father's house. All right. So a bunch of the people from the village came and we sang and danced and laughed uh, for like six hours just singing and dancing. That's, a, that's part of their culture, actually, but it was really fun. Um, somewhere around midnight, we actually got down. Every single one of them got healed of something. And then we shared the gospel, and we are like, you know, this is who Jesus is. This is what he's done for you. Do you want to know him? Do you want to follow him? Do you want to become a child of God? And one of them goes, of course we do. 
So they all, they all received the Lord right then, and, and it was amazing. Whoa, Jesus. And it all started because we were happy. And he asked questions. We didn't even have to approach him. It's easy. Woo, it's easy. Another time we were doing a conference in that same country. Um, we were doing this conference, and, and everybody's really happy. Everybody's really drunk, dancing, rolling on the floor, laughing for, like, several days. And, uh, and the hotel manager finally is like, what is this? He's like, what's going on? Why is everybody so happy? And so one of the people explained to him, and he got born again also. Isn't that amazing? The smile on your face, the laughter in your mouth, the joy in your persona is possibly the best testimony you can give to the world. I'm going to say that again. The smile on your face is possibly the best testimony you can give the world. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Woo. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> this, is, this is real. This is beautiful. This is, this is the joy of our salvation. This is, this is children being brought back into their father's house. Ugh. He's the father who sits on the porch waiting for his son to come home from the pig pens. He sees him coming down the road, and he gets up and he runs. He runs down the road, throws his arms around his son, kisses him on the neck. And the son, you guys remember this? I'm talking about the prodigal son. Okay, The son went and wasted his inheritance from his father, and he thinks, man, I had it good before, so maybe I can go back and be a servant in my father's house. Um, So he comes back. And he's like overwhelmed with, I blew it. And the father sees him coming down the road. Wah! Jumps off the porch and he runs. Oh, my son, my son. Kisses him on the neck and he's like, hey, bring the robes. Bring the ring. Bring the sandals. Kill the fatted calf. We have to have a party. And the son, the son just wants to talk about what he's done wrong. You know, he's like, he's like, can I, can I be a servant? You know, I'm sorry, I, I blew it. And the father, if you read this story, the father just blows past his son's apparent repentance and confession and just says, let's throw a party. It's like he, he couldn't waste time digging through the past because he had a party to get to. This is our dad. This is our father. Come on, Jesus. We spend so much time groveling, and the entire time he just wants to be celebrating. Woo. But this is this is the this is the perfect illustration of the kingdom of heaven, right? This is it. It's a father. He sees his son. He's like, my son. Oh. If 
he would render himself as a guilt offering, he would see his offspring himself. He's like, he's like, this is the only way this is going to happen. Mm. He became the grape that was crushed to make the wine that intoxicates us. This is celebration. He, it's a deep thing, but it's like, <laughs> this is reverence. To laugh and shout and dance and celebrate. <laughs> Whoa. Jesus. Mm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it says, in his presence is fullness of joy. Woo, what does fullness of joy look like? Think about that. Look at your neighbor and just use your face to show them what fullness of joy looks like. Okay, go ahead. Look them, look them in the eye. Look them in the eye. Yeah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> the best way to communicate this is with your face. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <laughs> wow. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom and joy. Freedom and joy. His presence is fullness of joy. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. Okay, so you have two things happening. In the Holy Spirit, you've got fullness of joy. You have freedom. And normally, people go to alcohol for those two things. Okay, they try and try and try and try, and it, does, it never really works. Whatever you're dealing with usually only gets worse. Um, so people, they, they need something to help them feel happy and free and lose their inhibitions. So they go to alcohol. But the Holy Spirit, he wants to do that. He wants to do that for each one of us. And you know, Jesus, so he's, he's living this, he's living under this influence at all times. And he's on the earth. He's, he's walking around in the presence, experiencing fullness of joy, okay, to the point that there's actually, you know, those, those times when it says, and Jesus rejoiced greatly in the Holy Spirit, okay? When it says rejoiced greatly in the Holy Spirit, that's a Hebrew word, or uh, that's Greek probably, but it's a word that literally means to do this. Yeah, like that. He's like, he's, and he's doing that like in the middle of conversations. Okay, one more time. <laughs> so he's, uh, he's doing this in the middle of conversations. Okay, this is, this is a little strange. He's kind of out there. And um, do you remember this? People are talking to him. He's talking to them. And in the middle, he, it says, and Jesus rejoiced greatly in the Holy Spirit. Woo! And he says, he says, praise you, Father, because you've hidden these things from the wise and learned, and you've re revealed them to little kids. And uh, he's like, so he's doing stuff like that, and he's free. He's the freest free that's ever been free. He's the complete freedom. All right, he's, he's the happiest man. He had the oil of gladness poured out on him more than his companions. That's what Hebrews says. And so he's the happiest guy in Israel. And he's also 
super free. And he's hanging out with people who happened to be actually drunk at the time. So people slapped him with the label of drunkard. Okay? Isn't this funny? I don't know. It's, this is Jesus. People thought he was drunk because they're like, I don't know what that is. So I'm going to call that drunk. Okay, because we have joy. I remember this one time I was, Lacey and I were at this Mexican restaurant in Redding, and, and uh, there's this hotel that has a karaoke bar called the Red Lion in Redding. People always go there and do karaoke. And uh, this girl, we were, just, we were just being nice to our waitress. We weren't even prophesying over her. And she goes, are you from Bethel? And we're like, yeah, we are. And uh, she's like, man... I always see these guys from Bethel at the karaoke night. Red Lion, she's like, and they are getting down like they are drunk. But I don't see any of them with a drink in their hands. She's like, I don't even have that much fun when I am drunk. She's like, she's like, I just wish. And then she got really vulnerable. She was like, I just wish that I could be that, have that much fun sober. I was like, come on, that's amazing. You can. <laughs> Have a drink. <laughs> Woo! <Shh. No>, but <laughs> yeah. Oh, Papa. Yep. Wow, Jesus. There's this one time. Oh, man, I have too many stories. You guys have about five hours? Is that okay? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, happy hour. Yeah, happy five hours. That's awesome. So we were out in this, uh, out in this place that's, again, very, very closed, very oppressed. And, um, and we were waiting for, we had to have a, a stack of permits this thick to try to get where we were going. And it took a 24-hour train ride followed by six days of driving, followed by three hours of, or three days of walking. But so it was like out there, you know. So we're on the way, and um, we stopped. <laughs> we spent the night in this town, and uh, one of our permits hadn't come through. And by that stage, it's like, man, you're like, that's not, that's not happening. You're not going to get that permit. So, so we're like, well, you know, we'll see. So... While we were waiting for that to be processed, one of the people got out the, the guitar and we started having a little worship party on the sidewalk outside our hotel. And uh, so just so you know, it's not, a, it's not only illegal to share the gospel, it's also illegal to draw a crowd in this particular place. And um, so he's <laughs> singing and dancing and laughing. Woo, yeah. And... Um, all these people start gathering around, and then all these police start showing up, and, and uh, eventually they start clapping and <laughs> trying to sing along, but they don't know the language that we're singing in, so they're just making sounds that sound like the words that we're singing. And it was really cute, actually. But there's, like, police, police guys clapping, and they're filming with their smartphones, and, and uh, everybody's smiling, and then... Um, at one point, I saw the guy who looked like the police chief. He gets on his phone. He's like, 
and uh, I'm, like, I'm like, oh crap, what's, what's, what's happening now? And then all these other police showed up and they start clapping and filming at their phones. And um, I'm like, I, I guess we're good. I don't know. So some of the people in the group were going around and like in depth, like sharing about the love of God and, and the gospel with the people in the crowd. And uh, even with the police chief and that kind of thing, I don't know if he was a police chief. He looked like a police chief. But, um, and then uh, just had a, a, a great idea. I was like, we should preach to the crowd. This is a good idea. And um, I was very drunk at the time. You do things that maybe you shouldn't do, but are actually a good idea. Um, and uh, so I just started just declaring about the love of God and then calling out words of knowledge for healing. And uh, there is this woman there who had something wrong with her. She got, bam, totally healed. And uh, everyone was amazed. They're like, whoa, this is crazy. And then our, so, oh, I forgot to mention this. We had a policeman assigned to our group for the whole time we were in that region. So he was riding on the bus with us, and he was like a part of our group, a policeman. <laughs> and... Um, so then one of the people got a word of knowledge that he had stomach problems, and bam, he gets instantly healed. He's stoked. He's happy. Everybody's stoked. Everybody's happy about Jesus. And uh, then our permits came in, and we're like, yeah, and we left, and everybody was like gathered outside like, bye. And the manager of the hotel, it was a big hotel, the manager of the hotel called um, one of the tour operators that set up this thing for us, and he was like, that was the happiest group I've ever seen in my life. They were amazing. Our hotel staff were so, basically, like, so blessed by having them here. And then when we came back through a week later, they all gathered out front and, like, welcomed us back <laughs> and all this stuff. So this is in a place where it's, it's illegal to do all that stuff. But there's a loophole. I found a loophole, guys. This makes me very excited. Um, there's a, so Galatians 5, it outlines the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, all these things. And I like to think of these as the personality of the Holy Spirit. And uh, so when you have a good friend and you spend time with them, then their traits, their personality traits start to rub off on you, okay? Um, I actually got activated in the word of knowledge by just hanging out with Chris, that kind of thing. I started like having a desire to become a more generous person by hanging out with Chris, Stuff like that. So when you have a good friend, you just spend time together, their personality traits and qualities start to rub off on you and you start to act like them. This is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Okay, you're friends with the Holy Spirit. You spend time with him. Okay, you're in each other's lives. You're in his life, he's in yours. And you start to actually behave like him. He's a patient person. So you become more patient just through being around him. He's a, he's a happy, joyful person. So you become a happy, joyful person just by hanging out with him. So by doing this, you can actually give the world an encounter with the face of God by simply living out what he's like, his personality. 
Okay? For a long time, the church has been giving the name of God with the wrong face. Okay? It's a, it's a case of mistaken identity. Okay? So, you give an encounter with the, with the face of God, and then you can attach the name to it. Because people see his face, they're like, who is this? I want to know this person. I've never seen that before, but I want it in my life, whatever that is. And then you can share the name with them. Okay? This is how it works. And at the, here's the loophole, guys. At the end of that, it says, against such things, there is no law. Yes. So we have complete freedom to go anywhere and represent him to the fullest. <laughs> yes. And this, this might apply to some people in this room who you have a job, you maybe some kind of career where you, you have to be professional in the, you know, but there's, there's no law against joy. Okay. The only place you'll find that is in the church. Um, ah, sorry. Oh, dear. Not this church. Um, oh, man. Whoops. <laughs> so, but there's, there's no law against peace. There's no law against patience or kindness. There's no law against love, you know, all these kind of things. People actually want those things. So no matter where you're serving, no matter where you're living, if you can actually give an encounter with the face of God and people are into it, people want it, you know? It's not going to turn anybody off. His personality is absolutely magnetic. There's, there is a reason that sinners couldn't get enough of him and religious people couldn't stand him, okay? Because this is how he's acting. He's like... I love everyone. I'm happy with you. I can heal whatever problem you have. You know, he's just, he's Jesus. He's good. He's good. He's really, really good. Okay? He's really good. So we have a VIP all access pass to the nations. <laughs> Yay. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> so, Papa, wow. I just put your, uh, put your attention on the Lord. Close your eyes if you want to. Woo. You can hold your hands out in front of you if you want to, to receive. If you don't want to, that's okay, too. You can do whatever you want with your hands. I don't care. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Just your, your mere existence has already attracted him to you. <laughs> it wasn't your worship or your Bible reading or something like that, like we think. It was just the fact that you are that has drawn him to you of all people. <laughs> oh, Jesus. He enjoys you. 
He likes you. He doesn't want to spend another minute apart from you. He's the only person who probably feels that way. Honestly, we all need, I mean, honestly, we all need some personal space sometimes. He doesn't. Wow. He's always there, always present, always closer than the air in your own lungs. Wow, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, you're likable. You really are. But even your spouse needs a minute sometimes. <laughs> but he doesn't. Wow, Jesus. That's how much he likes you. That's how much he really enjoys you. <laughs> he really enjoys you. <sighs> Whoa, just right now, just <laughs> here's what I want you to do. Okay, picture, just picture the Father's face. Okay, and right now, just so you know, he is exploding with joy and affection over you specifically. He's <laughs> so just picture his face. He's right there, right in front of your face, and just look at the look. Look at the look. Look at the love in his eyes, the expression of outrageous joy over simply being with you and being your dad. <laughs> hmm. This is <laughs> this here. This is fullness of joy. All right. <laughs> Yay! Wow. <laughs> Papa. Oh, Jesus. Look at his eyes. They're staring deeply, deeply into yours. And there's no hesitation in them. There's no, there's no glance away thinking about you know, whatever he has to do or like, there's no wondering in his mind, can I really fully give myself to this person? He doesn't wonder that. He's, he's thought it through. He's decided yes. Mm. Complete, pure, absolute love. Okay? And there's this gigantic smile on his face over you. Because <laughs> he already went to the cross, he already resurrected, and he already became one with you. It's all finished already, and he is reveling in it in this moment. He is fully enjoying this right now, just being with you, being with you. Yay. <laughs> Oh, Papa. Okay, now open your eyes and turn to somebody sitting right next to you. Look them in the eyes and give them the face that you just saw, okay? Just do it. Just do it. Turn to them. I'm totally serious right now. Give them, give them the face that you just saw on Father God. Yes! 
Wow. You're allowed to do this, okay? It's super intimate, but this is, this is a good thing. You're really allowed to. Yay. <laughs> wow. <sighs> Whoa, Papa. <clears throat> so when you have an encounter with, with God, you actually become an encounter with God. And then everyone who meets you gets to encounter God. Yes. So you give away what you receive. So you're going to receive as much as you can, so you can give it away and receive more. Woohoo! All right. Go ahead and stand up. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to pray for you. Lord Jesus. Yeah, Father. I just release right now just a baptism of love and joy over each person here. Ha, 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 ha. Yes, that they would encounter your face right now, that they would encounter your pleasure, your presence right now. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I just declare that over each one, that they would become a walking encounter with the face of God, that no place and no person would be off limits to them. Whoa! <laughs> but they would fully represent you fully represent who you are. Whoa! That they would give the name and the face. Whoa! Thank you, Jesus. Everywhere they go. Wow! Miracles and signs and wonders, but radical love, radical joy, the kind the world's never seen before. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I pray that this church would become a church like, like people haven't seen in Orange County, the people haven't seen in Southern California. I pray that this church would represent Jesus Christ to his fullness in ways that this nation's never seen. Whoa. Yes. I pray for more salvations than Reinhard Bonnke. I pray for more, more miracles than Heidi Baker or David Hogan combined. Come on, Jesus. Whoa. I pray for more compassion than Mother Teresa. Yay! Come on, Jesus. I pray for greater works than Jesus for this community. I actually mean that. Like, actually, actually. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. He's not doing the best he can with what he's got with you people. You're here for a reason. He really, really likes you, and he wants to do this with you. Wow. Bless you guys. Thanks for listening to the Sermon of the Week. Be sure to visit our website at presenceoc.org to find out more about Presence Church.